thanks for coming on the show, brother. Nah, thanks for having me. Bro, I just want to say, man, I've been watching your stuff for like a while now, like all on all social media platforms and everything. Like low key, like I've just, I've been liking your posts and reacting to your Instagram posts and stuff. And I just want to say you're absolutely fucking killing it nah, and like pre- what you're doing, bro. I appreciate it, bro, I feel honestly. like I feel like a lot of people our age can benefit from like watching you. Because I feel like you're just like a normal person that come came from our school. You're how old are you? Twenty one. Yeah, twenty one. Twenty one. And you're like you own your own me- is it media business? Would you yeah, say? Yeah. So me- basically, so Cinemano's sort of a media agency or a digital media agency. I'm um, doing work with like businesses, brands, public figures, basically anyone of any sort of presence in the public eye, um, and helping them develop their branding, get their socials going, um, and basically just putting them ahead with digital content really yeah bro see like that's fucking crazy man like that you've done that at 21 just it shows people that like you can do anything that you like put your mind to and stuff nah I appreciate that bro but yeah like it's just it's something that I started sort of out of nothing like it was a school project that's what I was gonna ask you as well yeah Yeah. so (laughs) so basically how I started was um I was doing multimedia in year 11 and 12 for HSC and um up until probably the last two months of my major work it was supposed to just be like a year in the life of um, a year 12 student. So I was doing like a whole bunch of, well, back at the time, no one was doing it, but I was creating days in the life. So like basically vlogs. Yeah. So I was doing vlogs and stuff for school events and stuff in year 11 and 12 before like David Dobrik and Casey and I started yeah. around, which was pretty fucked. <laughs> but um, I was doing that. And then in the last maybe two months, my teacher pulled me aside and she's like, you need to show probably something a bit different and I know you can do it. So I... um. I got some like 3D printed like GoPro 360 rig and I made a 360 video and I was like how the fuck does this even fall into my my project so I just t- called it a business like it was just yeah. a, it was just a fake business sort of thing <laughs> and I pitched that concept and you know I did well I got like a it got sent to like the, the state showcase which was sick yeah. but it was one of those things where you know Cinemano was always the name throughout the project and then afterwards I get hit up by some Facebook page um for some car guys and they just go hey um, how much for a video like we want to book you and I was like bro it's a piss take like this is just that a turtle I was like, I was like yeah this is just like a, a, a school project this isn't even serious the social media stuff was the skill I had to show yeah and he goes no we'll pay you so I was like yeah fuck when do you want to do it and how much well wow. so it's sort of like in a in a good way it just played itself out like yeah it was it was so natural and then when I turned 18 um, my family has a pretty big presence in like the music industry okay. so I've got a lot of relatives yep. who are like so my uncle's like a fucking DJ like who's like yeah, up there okay. in the industry One of my so you had already like connections yeah I had stuff, connections but no one knew that I did that stuff okay so then wow. it was funnily, funnily enough like I very like organically got those gigs mm. so like the, mm-hmm. the organisers of the, of the venue for example would go and approach one of my cousins who was like the promoter and yeah, go, yeah. hey we found this kid we've got to use him Fuck, bro. and that was how like my cousins found out I was doing this so That's like hectic, bro. yeah so it just organically grew and then over time I've obviously just had to like yeah along the way make some small changes just strategy wise just to make things better and um yeah, yeah just finished up a bit of a rebrand over the last few weeks um so change from productions to media just cause some mm-hmm. stuff a bit more and um yeah that's, that's hectic man 
Because I remember, like, when I was in, I think I was in year 12, or just in year 11 even, like, I remember seeing you, you were always doing stuff with the, with the like, the media aspect at yeah. school, with all the teachers and everything. Yeah, so I was always doing the video work. That's like, how, like, I found, I, I mean, maybe none of my friends really noticed you, but I, like, because I was really into that stuff as yeah. well. I loved, like, recording. Obviously, like, so I was really into it, and then I sort of gave up on it a bit because I got caught up with work and stuff, but mm. now, like, I'm getting back into it, and I fucking love it yeah. so much, bro. But it's something that a lot of people don't realise, having a creative side to your life changes things for oh, you. Bro, so it's like, unbelievable. They say there's two sides to your brain. Mm. So, like, the information side, like, mm-hmm. the creative side, mm-hmm. and a lot of people aren't engaging both sides. Yep. So, a lot of people are going to their 9 to 5, sitting at their desk, fucking Excel and Microsoft and stuff, but mm. they're not engaging the other side. And the other side's, like, reading drawing yep. like anything anything that you that stimulates your mind creatively and is like yep. a routine works that side that's why because I, I remember I asked you the other, the other day do you use TikTok I personally don't bro that like you know how you just described me how people use like, yeah they don't use creati- yeah the creativity part Man, that is the best app ever. Like, I'm always just fucking making videos. Like, they're, yeah. they're not the best videos, but, like, they're just they're using your brain to, like, think of stuff and how, like, yeah, to portray different things. Honestly, so, there's consuming and creating. Mm. So, people are doing right now a lot, and especially during ISO, everyone's just consuming stuff. Yeah. So, everyone's just going and, you know, Netflix, fucking YouTube, yeah, whatever, whatever. They're all only consuming content. They're not putting out anything. No good. So, but when they're not putting out anything... They want people are going. Oh, I'm always so tired. It's because you're not, not doing anything. Yeah, you're not, not using their brain. All you're doing is you're basically like you're receiving content, yeah. but you're not sending. I mean, like, there's a difference between consuming content that like will benefit what you're trying to do. Yeah. But if you're just want, watching like Netflix, I mean, don't get me wrong, I've got nothing wrong with watching Netflix, yeah. but like, there's a point where like you need to start educating yourself more and stuff. Yeah, and I feel like with that, like on that sort of note. Like you said, there's no issue with watching Netflix, but don't be surprised when a very high lack of stimulation in your brain mm. is not going to allow you to produce. Yep. Like, and like you're not going to have any energy. Yeah. So a lot of yeah, people are going, yeah. "Fuck! I want. I don't know why I'm so tight." Well, you haven't gotten up in six exactly, days, exactly, bro. And you haven't gotten out of the house, and you're not moving, and all you're doing is like mindlessly receiving information. Yeah. But it's not useful. Like watching friends. And watching a TED talk or watching something informative or just watching your fucking uni lecture you're supposed mm-hmm. to be going to. Yeah. Have two different effects on your body. Yeah, exactly. And I don't, I don't think many people know how to differentiate that. I feel like a lot of people are going out and getting enough sunlight as well, man. Like, oh, bro. This past month, like, I've made sure that I'm going out and just doing, like, heaps of walks and shit. Mm. I've known, like, I even discovered that I, f- I love reading. Yeah. On this time. 100%. Just, but, like, doing all this different stuff, man, it's just, it's been crazy. Yeah. This past month has been absolutely crazy. It's really disappointing, but like, like you said, when people just like they just watch Netflix and fucking yeah, like all that kind of stuff. I know we were saying it the other day, but it's a mad opportunity for people to not get ahead, but like it's a really good opportunity for them to to better themselves. Like everyone's sort of been had the reset button pressed on them. Yeah, and this is the perfect time for you to like brainstorm that business idea you were sitting on for six years. Exactly, or like. If you're an artist, get back into painting or something like that. Yeah. You're stuck at home. You might as well do something. Even it's, it's, it could be used as a time to just make, like, maybe not even produce anything physically. Mm. Like, you don't have to fucking Start produce like a, like a like a ebook or something in that time. Mm. But, like, just use it as a time to, like, just think about something about yourself and try mm. and figure yourself out and all that kind yeah. of stuff. 
I think if anything, as long as you can come out of this sort of period with something mm. to present, whether it be a physical work or some sort of like content, or if you can come out of this and go, you know what, I learnt myself a lot better. Like yeah. I, I know myself a lot better now. Yeah. Or you know, I learnt, I I figured out my body schedule. Or mm-hmm. like a lot of people are able to come out of this. Like I can say myself, these last two three months, I'll be able to come out of this and go, you know what. I know for a fact now my body needs to get up and go for a run yeah. first thing in the morning because that's how I get myself going for the day. Otherwise, yeah. before I was getting up and I was basically like enjoying the fact that I didn't have a, yeah. a, a, a nine to five. Yeah, 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 so I'd yeah. get up at whatever time I wanted. Yeah. I'd work till stupid o'clock. Then I'd sleep a couple of hours. There was no real point. There's like no schedule. Yeah. Like there's no morning routine sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. And now it's hit me like these last few months where I'm like, shit, I need that schedule. Yeah, bro. And that's why I like have just come out of it with something. Have you read The Own the Day book by Aubrey Marcus? I've been listening to it as an audio book. Oh, but wow. So far, not normal. I've read it I've read it once and I'm three quarters way through reading again and I'm like, I'm analysing the shit he's saying mm. because that book, I read it in January mm-hmm. and I read the first like two chapters and I was like, fuck, this is actually pretty hectic but I put it aside, I didn't really read it. And then I read it again when the coronavirus started and I, I full pumped it in like a week. And bro, I've been following that book. Everything it says, I've been following. Mm. And it's just changed all aspects of my life. You know, oh, I was man. talking to you about yeah. the energy. That's where it all came from. And then it just drove me on this energy pathway. I'm just like, I've, my morning routine is like full scheduled now. Mm. And after I do it, man, I feel amazing. Mm. I, I can just fucking just take on the world. <laughs> 100%, man. Like, I think... People don't realise, and look, there's some people, and, you know, for a while I was one of them, like, I didn't understand the whole, um, like, shifting shifting mood sort of thing, and, like, mm. understanding, like, meditation, or, yeah, or, like, or mindset, yeah. or, like, even, so, one thing, one of the first, or first pieces of content I shared from um, one of the guys I'm working with, Charlie, was the law, about the law of attraction. Yep. And for me, I was always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you'd always hear like, hate to categorize it, but like, you'd always hear like the, the, the heavy guys from the area trying to put out dumb quotes. Yeah. And I'd always be like, yeah, 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 fuck, I ain't speaking into existence. Like, it sounds stupid. But yeah. then like, it's, there's a difference between speaking into existence. Like, yeah, bro, I'm going to drive around a mad car. Like, it's, there's very big differences and not people understand agree. that. Yeah, bro, I 100% agree. And like, the law of attraction, like for example, I had a book at the start of the year that mm. I wrote all my goals into mm. and I was like this year I'm going to and it wasn't like I hope to it was I will like it's not a yeah. matter of if but when yeah. and that's been something that's changed my life like in, I wrote so many things and it's only been a couple months only what four or five months in Yeah, and I've ticked off that whole list already wow man that's crazy see like I when because um, I mean I, I was going out with a girl and then I broke up in November I decided to go on this like self discovery journey that's mm. why I've been doing all this stuff yeah. And I started doing that, but I was doing it on my phone. Mm. And I started, I recently, or maybe like a month ago, I started writing all my goals yeah. in a book. And it's fucking crazy. Like, R- writing? Writing it down is just, it's so, I don't know what makes it so different. It's just, it makes it very clear. Yeah. And you just have something to look at physically and just like, fuck yeah, like you're just ticking it off. So just, one thing that I've been doing since, I don't even know, probably a year and a half now, mm. or even more, um, there's these to-do lists you get like daily planner things you get from Officeworks three bucks for a ream of a hundred mm. right and it's just one of those what the fuck's this 
um, it's basically like just a checklist the same sort of shit that you're mm. you'd normally do I just write it down yeah and it's one thing when I first got it I would write down a billion or one tasks as if yeah. I was the most overproductive person in the world yeah and then I'd tick off three things and I'd be like what is wrong with me yeah but it was one of those things where like smart using smart goals so like specific measurable attainable um I don't know what R is in the, like time based. Yeah, yeah. So basically, like being reasonable to be able to go. All right, today, like I woke I'll, before I went to bed last night, I wrote out my timetable, my my schedule for today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I do. Doing it before, so when you wake up, I look at my thing and go, "All right, sweet. Today, I've got to do. I've got to call this person, got mm-hmm. to email these two people, and I've got to finish these three projects." Yeah, yeah. And it's one of those things where like a lot of people will do, get a to do list, and they'll write out all the piss easy stuff. And then they can feel so achieved, and they'll tick off everything and put it on their snap. And that's like, what I was gonna say. Take my dog outside, tick. Like, yeah. Fuck, bro. That's standard. See, like I, I mean, so I used to be like that where I'd write down on my like schedule, and scheduling is very good. It yeah. makes you they're very productive. But I used to include things like go for a walk, like the morning walk, yeah. go train, like do the washing, all that mm. kind of stuff. But they're just like they're normal day activities. You shouldn't include them in your yeah. schedule. It's it's something that the the basically the word for it is like they're cheap wins yeah right? so a lot are. of people a lot of people like the satisfaction of being able to see they've ticked off something yeah if you need to take that I'll pause no, it. that's fine sure yeah yeah so it's one of those things where people will write down all the piss easy stuff and be mm-hmm. able to go oh my god I feel so yeah. accomplished just get it for the ground yeah <laughs> I feel so accomplished I I took my dog outside and I fed my dog and I made breakfast I'm so productive like mm. look at me go but then like the proper stuff which is like finish my assessment yeah fucking spend an hour reading they don't do that and they go I'll do it another day yeah bro like it's a matter of stuff being so not easy on yourself mm-hmm. but like be realistic but still try push yourself like, yeah exactly for example I know for example today this morning it's like 10 o'clock now yeah I've already ticked off three things which yep. was I made my phone calls mm-hmm. which I needed to though I called my clients nice early. <laughs> yeah I called my clients and I sent off these emails yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's the easy stuff and yeah. you're allowed to have those in mm-hmm. but don't be doing stuff like have a shower yeah you like, do it every day yeah, yeah. it's not it's not a, a goal it's, yeah. it's a routine but, like you know what I mean a lot of people confuse yeah. a cheap win and like a task yeah I know what you mean I read this book called um, uh, what's it called Atomic Habits have you read that book I haven't read it that's but I've had too. so many people yeah. send it my way that book that's what got me into like scheduling and like turning all these good habits um, these bad habits into good habits mm. and shit and it's stuff like that where like if you continuously do a habit mm. um, like so go for a walk that just becomes part of your day yeah and 100%. like then you can focus on other like tasks throughout the day and stuff I think a lot of people forget that you can like if unless you're really struggling men's like you can multitask yeah so I go for my walk I mean like, some people can't <laughs> yeah like I, I, look, for a while it, I struggled like I'd have to go to the park yeah and like I've been going and doing laps and I've been exercising and working out since like, yeah, yeah every morning since November yeah and for me I was like for the first maybe month and a half two months I was playing basketball every day so obviously yeah. I couldn't really multitask while playing basketball yeah, yeah. but then I, th- I started changing things I'd go for walks and then I think it was like midway through January or I was like what am I I can take calls while I'm walking yeah like I can send like off that. emails so then yeah. I'll take my personal phone and my work phone and I'll literally I'll you'll see me like head down 
writing emails, or you'll probably see me throwing my hands around while I'm on the phone explaining something to a client walking yeah. around Parra Park a couple of yeah. times. And like I was finding it, even till now, I'm finding that it's part of my routine. I can't question it. Mm-hmm. And if a client calls me and goes, hey, are you free 9.30 tomorrow? I'll be like, nah, I'm in a meeting. Yeah. My yeah. Meeting, I'm walking like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. It's saying that like I know the extra, like the benefit it's had on me. Mm. So like, I, I, there's no negotiation with that. i got to get my walk in. I think like that people who struggle with multitasking, a good way to like practice that is to by like maybe going for a walk and listening to a podcast because oh, 100% and even like doing some breathing while you're doing you're focusing on your breathing while you're walking and you're taking information that's like a, I feel like that's a good form yeah I think a lot of people like even for example over the last few years when I'd be driving to uni uni is a 20 to 20 well it was 20 25 minute drive for me yeah right so every single time I'd get on and I'd listen to a podcast and yeah it, always, it doesn't How always have to it? be it doesn't always have to be like a a seminar and people have this idea that podcasts are like lectures yeah no they're not they're, like, they're definitely not yeah and like I'd be listening to some where like I, I always listen to like Gary Vee stuff mm-hmm. or even there's a couple like um, I think they're by HubSpot or something a couple like really good marketing yep. ones yep. and it was just more like business stuff but then I'd also chuck on like sport ones yep. or like NBA based ones or mm-hmm. where they, they're talking to players and stuff and it was something where like even just hearing conversation exactly it's just... good and it switches your mind on and puts you in a good spot I'm not saying that you don't listen to music I love my music but the, the way, the way I, I like look at podcasts is like you're in a conversation with these people mm. but you're just listening to them talk mm. and like I feel like it's just a, it, I can connect on it on a very good level 100% if, if you're like really focused on it if it's just background noise and obviously it's not going to be as good but like I really try to focus on what they're saying and mm. I feel like I just try to take it as like a conversation yeah, well, really good. a lot of people, not forget, but they think, oh, well, I'd listen to a podcast. You pick the topic. Yeah, like that's it. you're finding that's if it. you if you turn around and go, I love alien conspiracy theories. Mm. There's podcasts for it. Go find it and listen to it. Pick yeah. your interest and do it. Whether it's you could listen to if you want to listen to comedy, mm-hmm. like you can literally listen to stand up. There's podcasts and everything. Yeah, like no one's saying. To, to go and be the next entrepreneur and business person yeah, and try it. pretend that you're something mm. but podcasts help stimulate your brain regardless of the topic Yeah, if it's comedy or if it's like for example I know they have like rap battle ones right? <laughs> rap battle yeah and like I know guys who are really like into that yeah listen to it if you're someone who's trying to become an artist or something like that and you want to get like build your lyricism listen to it it's a really opportunity, a good opportunity for it. It's the same thing with reading. Yeah. I never, I hated reading. I reckon I've only read, when I was in high school, I read one book and it was The Hobbit. Yeah. Because I liked Lord of the Rings, but yeah. I never actually read the Lord of the Rings books, which mm. is weird. But then I just, I started reading books on like how to try and better yourself. Mm. And I was like, bro, this is fucking hectic. Mm. This is hectic. I, didn't, I was like, I fell in love with it. Yeah. I think a lot of people have this weird, like, I wouldn't say scarred. Like, they're not, they're not scarred, but they remember reading as oh fuck I have to read a book for English in like school yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, there's, yeah. Like, like, there's a difference between no one's forcing you to read now yep so it. at this point go find a book or go find something you like like it's no one's telling you to and a lot of people for example good book but a lot of people think oh you know what if I want to do self improvement I'm going to go read that The Simple Art of Not Giving a Fuck book by Mark Manson that's a good one too it's a good book that's but a, a lot of people book. are thinking like oh if I'm going to read I need to read that 
because everyone reads it. Like, I know there's so many people that have posted that book on their Insta and stuff. Yeah. Like, I've read the book as much of it as much as it's considered a self help book. It's not really a yeah. self help book. Yeah. Like, it's just cutting the bullshit and yeah. talking straight. That's it. And that's why, like, there's no, you know what I mean. People try to force themselves to read it. Don't, yeah. don't force yourself if it's not where you're going. Yeah. If you're still into reading Harry Potter, read it again. Go find something that's similar. Like, yeah. just expand. And pick your your preferences. Don't be trying to read, like, there'll be people who probably listen to this and go, oh, you know, I've never heard of a fucking business book in my life, but because Nate talked about the Atomic Habits, I'm going to go try to read it. <laughs> if it's not in your spectrum and you're not yeah. trying, and there's no, like, dedication on your end to better yourself, and, like, you, if there's no real interest in that book, don't read it. Exactly. Like, a lot of people, I feel like they just... It's like you say, if someone says read something and they'll just go read it, they're not interested. Obviously, they're not going to like yeah. it and stuff. But I remember um, actually, the subtle art of not giving a fuck was actually the first self development. Well, it's I don't know if it's self development or not, but it was the first book that I read because I was like on this journey to try and just figure myself out. Mm. And I feel like that's book that book's really good if you're trying to learn how to cut out the bullshit and just yeah. like focus on like what you really want to do. Hundred percent. It's something that like. The, and the the good thing is, and a lot of people like put, will put shit on the book because I know. They, they, because the reason why is because a lot of them look at it and go, "This isn't a self help book." It never like it doesn't that, at any point understanding it like, doesn't ever claim to mm. be a self help book. Like the name is literally about not giving a fuck, mm. and it's not a matter of like here's the steps to get better. It's just a matter of showing people, hey, mm. like. And just with, like with examples as well, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, with examples and, as well. And there's like, there was, I, remember, I think it was like in chapter five or six or something like that. Mm. And he starts talking about, um, you know, I was with a girl for so many years, whatever. And then, like, he was talking about basically how his career development and his development with himself made him realize that he was chasing the wrong sort of thing. I think I remember that, eh? And he was, it was and, something like, I think I remember something. And he was talking like about like a lifestyle he lived. It, uh, it was. He was with a girl and it ended and then he decided that his new like goal in life basically was like to make her jealous. So he went and lived some fucked up lifestyle in terms of like yeah, enjoying yeah. the riches and stuff and doing it to show like like That's I'm fine without you. Yeah. But then he realized that doing that was actually showing he cared more. Mm-hmm. So then like it's one of those things where it just teaches you all that kind of stuff yeah and, yeah. and it, it sort of it's funnily enough it actually pulls you up on your toxic shit like it, it does it, like does it literally looks the, I reckon if every guy read that book they'd go oh fuck so I shouldn't be like <laughs> fake putting it on my ex yeah you know like it's, it's it just shows you like stop doing that shit mm. just because you think you don't care doesn't necessarily mean you don't mm. and um yeah like it's not something that claims to be like the the secret fucking source to fixing your life no no and that's why a lot of people a lot of people think that there's some quick fix and that's why even like you probably see it now all the um all the ads like I made 200k this month off ecom swipe up to find out there's there's no (laughs) there's there's no (laughs) there's no fucking simple fix there's no quick and that's the thing a lot of people are in it for the short haul a lot of people are in it for and like I watched so many people out of my grade for example like put it on me when I started my business and now like I look at them and yeah. they're all now trying to start something exactly because they're seeing like 
that's yeah that's why i was like i was following you for so long where i was just yeah. like this guy i know this guy's gonna make it because like i appreciate i it. knew how big like the the the, 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 the mark the media companies and all that stuff how big they can be yeah and i'm like bro if you stick with it man you're gonna fucking make it that's why like i was just following you low key nah, I ages, it, yeah i remember actually i'd always see you like my stuff and i was like yeah bro i knew you in high school and like it was yeah. one of those things where obviously i knew a lot of the boys around you and stuff so yeah, like yeah and i, I was i'm happy to say like, i actually knew a lot of the boys in your grade like, yeah, above, yeah. the grades above and below me i was good yeah. mates with everyone and i always could see and i was like fuck bro i haven't spoken to nate in ages like that's so like yeah. it's mad that he's still watching my stuff and yeah like i appreciate all the support because yeah bro it's it's weird a lot of people don't realize the like the actual benefit of having the people around you supporting first man it's fucking crazy it just like it drives you yeah like a lot of people always thought um yeah like i'm not gonna go and share his stuff or whatever and like he won't notice mm. and it's not a matter of, like i don't know it's not that i noticed and i'd get cut but for a perfect example was um i dropped my tiger video and yeah. the tiger video i did was the first time i openly and said i asked everyone who was watching my stories jump on like it comment on it and share it and it counts as I was looking through my memories the other day within 12 hours of sharing the video it had over a thousand views yeah, which is like when I say like my most viewed video before that mm. was my other Tiger video I did which is like just the um, after party like teaser video yeah, yeah, yeah. and that after like six months had, or even more even like I think it was a year had like 800 views yeah my Tiger <laughs> video is now sitting on like 2,500 oh, views wow. or something. and all because and we, people don't understand how it works there's an algorithm behind social media mm. that is basically like in the first 12 hours for example if a lot of traction is being built up Facebook and Instagram fuck okay this is really good content show it up more people true yeah so what's, okay. what's happening is a lot of people aren't seeing that the local support like the support that you've already not earned mm. but like the support you should have like family and friends mm. and your immediate people you've got on facebook like for example my all my boys yeah like anyone that's sort of seen my work every single one of their shares adds up yeah 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 every one of their likes and comments more people were seeing it and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah so like what was happening was within the first hour or two i had like 50 comments mm -hmm. and it wasn't not not all of them were like not necessarily like meaningful but everyone everyone was like bro it's fucking crazy whatever and it was all people I knew. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, those 50 comments were then building my post, like, engagement score up. So, basically, every post has, like, a score. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, Facebook and Instagram use that to build you further up or down yeah, okay. than your newsfeed. So... Just, qu just quickly, yeah. is that why people comment on their own, like, Instagram posts with hashtags and shit? So, hashtags is something for more for discovery. Yeah, because so I, I use... Um, I mean, fucking with hashtags a lot. But, like, I put it... You know when you can put your description of like yeah. your post? I put the hashtag underneath, but I see a lot of people, they're adding a comment with so the pe hashtags. So people will do it in the comments just so that it's not in the caption. So at least when you open okay. it, it's just like an aesthetic thing. It still does the uh, same thing. Okay. But the thing with comments is that the more comments you, the more interaction you get, so likes yeah. and comments and yeah, shares, yeah, 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 yeah. basically there's, um, oh, what's the thing, what's it called? There's a, a system that Facebook and Instagram use. And that's why when they change from, um, uh, chronological order mm -hmm. to the algorithm yeah. to show you what you most prefer whatever there's basically like four key areas it's um, the score and the the, the ranking is basically play, um, calculated based on these four factors and it's 
um, your, so let's say we're talking Cinemano yeah. and Nate, right? Yeah, yeah. So the first thing is Nate's interaction with Cinemano. Yep. So does Nate like the comments, like content and stuff? Has yeah. Nate, what's Nate's previous interactions like, right? With the page as a whole. Mm. So if you're liking a whole bunch of the photos and videos and all the stories to put up and stuff and you're replying mm. and stuff, that instantly puts you pretty high up. Mm-hmm. Then it's talking about your interaction with that media type. So let's say I post a video. How has Nate responded to my videos in the past? It's fucking crazy, this right? algorithm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then what happens, so that's two factors that are immediate. Yeah. Then there's um, the third one, the, I can't remember even the fourth one, but the third one is how is everyone else responding to this content, right? So that's why, for example, pages you might not have liked or commented on in a long mm. while, if they've got content that's blown up, it goes top of your feed because yeah, everyone's right. responding to it. Let's start a Bleacher Report post from three weeks ago. Mm. Out of nowhere, you go, why is it top of my yeah, feed? Yeah, yeah. Because out of nowhere, all of a sudden, all your mates and everyone you follow are liking and commenting True. on it and stuff. Whether it be liking and de- sending it via DMs and stuff, it calculates this score. And then that goes, all right, next time Cinemano posts something, it's the third post in Nate's feed, right? So that's why, like, your, all your mates commenting and stuff, that number three, which is how everyone's responded to your content, is the biggest part. So if there was a ratio sort of thing, that's like 50% of the 100%. So that's, that's why, like, if you can get all your mates and if you Just can get... like comment something on there. That's why. So like, I'm in a, a content creators chat, for example, and there's like maybe 10 of us and like, I say it not in a cocky way, but us 10 have a really big grip on yeah, the content yeah. in, in yeah. the state. Like we're like the go-to guys sort yeah. of thing. And what we do is when we put up a new post, we'll send it back, hey boys, we'll appreciate some love. And off the bat, that's nine other people who are going to go like, comment, and because share our content. When I started my Instagram, this guy followed me, and he, he like he was reacting to all my posts and shit, and then he messaged me saying, do you want to like join this group chat with like, like an interaction? These, yeah, with an interaction thing, like we'll like, like and comment on each other's posts, and I was just like... I didn't really understand it, so I was like, yeah. oh, I don't know. So there is, so basically, when it, gets, when it gets to a point too big, like, so for example, for us content creators, it's a matter of, like, we literally work together. So we'll okay, share it and yeah. be like, boys, let us know what you think of the post. Yeah. Like, I want your feedback. But, so Instagram and Facebook actually have this thing where they've, um, like, they monitor, and if you do it too often, it's spam. Okay. So if you're in those bubbles and, like, fucking Nate from Sydney is commenting from on, like, Matt in fucking Canada mm. on all his posts and mm. there's been like, out of nowhere they go that it's sort of spam okay whereas when you're talking within your mates and stuff like that I'll ask the boys boys I just put up a new video yep. let me know your feedback and like it's at a point now where the boys will comment about bro how do you get that effect like it's genuine interaction it's That's not like a cool. it's not like a like you know how there's those spam bot accounts yeah, yeah, that'll know. comment the most irrelevant stuff yeah. especially when you're using hashtags you'll yeah, get people bro, that'll yeah. comment like wow fire set but like it wasn't even you'll, you'll comment and be like yeah. what are you on about Yeah, like, like I get them all the time like you're such a great DJ and I'm like oh, fuck we yeah. aren't a DJ we're a media agency thank you but great spam like, you get so excited for that split second you see it and then you open you're like fuck yeah like now. why is this dude commenting saying yeah. like like we sell fire beats I don't care like yeah. So it's just like, have have you had people like inbox you and asking you how to do stuff? You know what? So I um I actually get it a lot where a lot of the boys, I, I'd like to say probably a fair few of my consult sort of stuff with previous clients and stuff are, are people that I went to school with or something like That's that. So, so cool, like, yeah. um, I, I I think a big one was 
I don't, you remember Matty Nicholas? Yep. Yeah, so Matt obviously runs Chef Shisha yeah, and stuff, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. doing his stuff with him for a while, yeah. like, in terms of content and stuff. And after people started realising, like, so Matt was obviously older than me, so yep. he built up a, a good following. Mm-hmm. And we did the, um, we did a lot of the announcement stuff, so we made some mad visuals and stuff. And it was probably, at the time, like, my favourite visuals I've done. Because yeah. it came out <laughs> sick and it just looked really cool. Yeah. And it set a nice, like, brand image for it. And um, after that, everyone was like, fuck, who did that? And they found out it was me, and out of nowhere, I had a whole bunch of boys in the grade above me, my grade below me, going, yeah. "Bro, I didn't know you do that. Like, here's what I'm doing. I want to launch a business and stuff." And that's you know, crazy. Yeah. So like, I, I, a lot of my thing, a lot of my, a lot of my people that hit me up and go, "Hey, I need help." Are like boys who are not like too insecure, but like they're trying to do shit on the low. Yeah. Because and the big thing is there's a fear of failure. Mm. They'll go like, you know, I want to do it right because. I just don't want to fuck up because if I go like, and people have this massive fear of fucking up in the public eye but in reality like why is there a fear when your attempt is more than anyone else has done exactly like a lot of people for example let's say you now you're gonna you want to start doing fitness stuff and let's say in six months time you find it's not working for you and you just want to suck it people can say whatever they want people can laugh or whatever but at the end of the day I tried. They haven't tried it. You have. Yeah, exactly. You're one step ahead, and a lot of people forget. Like, people go, "Oh, you know, I'm gonna drop out of school." And Bill Gates dropped out of school. Bill Gates dropped out of like, like, <laughs> oh, sorry, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs dropped out of Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> We're not dropping out of like Western Sydney TAFE. Yeah. Like, he dropped out, and he built like four businesses that failed. Exactly. You know, he built Apple, then got sacked. And like on that as well, like people think that they need to like if they so. I've also started another podcast mm. with my mates, just like a little project. And um, one of them, they want to, he wanted the, the first episode to be perfect, have a good, like a good mic, just sound perfect. Yeah, no. And then I was just like, it, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Like, I'm using this mic now. It's not, it's not about the quality. It's just about like what you're putting out, what you're saying, yeah. and what I you're think, talking about. Like, as someone who's in digital content, it's you can't be a perfectionist and it's something that I tell all of my clients I have all the like all my mates who have their own businesses yeah. they'll call me and be like bro how do I get my Instagram looking hectic like yeah. bro every time I post I'll delete it because it doesn't look nice and the thing is is don't delete those posts yeah that's like, it bro. putting out putting out content like I look back on my first video I had I got interviewed by a, um, a journalist the other night she was asking me about how I started and I was mm. watching my old content and I started laughing like in the interview and she's like why I'm like fuck my first video was shit (laughs) and it was one of those things where if I hadn't put out that first video and then the second one and the third one I wouldn't be getting better exactly and that's why like it's not about the tools you've got it's about how you use them like I started with and like so a lot of people think you know oh to start a business you've got to have some massive amount of money or you've got to have rich parents who drive around fucking Range Rovers (laughs) and it's one of those like you know, I had my family had a pretty like shitty come up, not come up, but like we copped it yeah. a fair bit in the mm. sense of like we just struggled at yeah. times. Yeah. And it was one of those things where you know, like my first camera was uh, a six hundred, a Canon six hundred D. I bought off Gumtree. Mm. Um, I think it was like an import model or something like that. Like the <laughs> mo- the chick gave me the charger yeah. with like fucking three international adapters. Like it was oh, so. No fucking shady yeah but it was like 300 bucks I used the kit lens and I didn't even know how to use it for a year and a half like I didn't you made it work but yeah like and that, the thing is it was like I think it was 300 bucks 350 or something like that and 
I made it work because I knew, okay, I needed it for school. I needed any camera. I had no idea. I'd used it. It got the job done. And then I started making money on it. And I realized, well, this $300 camera is allowing people to offer to pay me 100 bucks, 150 bucks. Mm. I'll do two of them. My camera's paid off. I literally, like, I worked one weekend and then I went and gave my parents the money. I'm like, I don't, there you yeah. go. Thanks. Like, well, I paid them back. They didn't yeah. want me to pay them back because yeah. like, so we want to do it for it. And I yeah, gave it to them because yeah, I don't yeah. want it. Like, and like I bought my first proper like camera probably a year and a half two years in or something what, like what coverage you I have? bought a um, Sony a6500 which again isn't even like a like it's a good camera it was at the time it was like the best crop censored yep. Sony which is still it's a fair bit it was probably two grand I think it was at the time so like, are expensive yeah right? that's why <laughs> so a lot of people think like you've got to have Matt bro go on Gumtree pick up fucking anything and start learning mm. like you know when I first started I was using the Adobe Trials. Like I was using, I got given a school, like a school laptop to work on PMHTV and that's how I learned how to yeah. use all that stuff. Like, use what you've got access to. Don't, that's it, bro. Don't overstretch yourself, especially like, people don't start because they think there's this big barrier to starting. There's this bit like, oh, I can't create content. You've got an iPhone, that's a camera, shut up and do it. Um, that's what I've been using, bro. I've been making, I feel like I'm making pretty decent videos um, with just my phone. I'm using yeah. iMovie on my phone. I did have a camera and it broke, so I was like, fuck it. Yeah. But I wasn't going to let that like stop me from trying to produce mm. content. One yeah. of my one of my favorite posts on my, my Cinemano socials is, um, I was in Melbourne for work and the hotel that they put me in was like, in a wee, it was in a good spot, like the, across the street with this mad BMW dealership and stuff. Yeah. It was, it looked cool. So I started taking photos on my phone. Yeah. And everyone was like, fuck, man, what camera do you use? And I was like, iPhone 7 Plus. They're so underrated, it. bro. Yeah, the like, cameras are so underrated. Man, They're I, so like, good. I actually want to find these photos. It was so sick to see. And everyone was like, oh my God, man, that looks crazy. Mm. And I was like, bro, it's literally an iPhone mm. like this. Yeah, It's exactly. literally an iPhone out the window yeah, man. of my hotel. And it was a matter of like, I was waiting for one of the dudes to, to like, we were... He was in the neighboring room. Yeah. And he was like, bro, I'm just going to shower real quick and we'll go do some photos. And I was bored as hell, but I didn't want to leave the room because he had my keys. Yeah. So I was sitting there in the window, just like I'd stick my hand out the window and tap. <laughs> and I was like, bro, this is mad. I put it up. And it was one of those things where I let it sit. I didn't say that it was on iPhone for a bit. And then I shared it maybe a couple of days later. And I said, you know, it's not about the tools. It's about how you use them. Like, mm. this is literally an iPhone. And I put yeah. up like, in my camera I took a screenshot and I showed like his original photo all I did was put a filter on it yeah that's it and people don't realise like even like with vloggers like I watched this guy called The Syndica Project yeah or like, I think he's, he's The Syndica Project but he's got his like another YouTube channel mm. as well he uses his iPhone or he uses a phone to vlog yeah. every single day there's um even like for example with microphones Rode have this thing I think it's like the Rode Mic Go and it's basically a little lightning adapter sort of thing that sits in there and it's um, it's a stereo mic it's very yep, good yep. and it sits in the bottom of your phone it'll literally fit on any tripod mount thing yeah, you can get and for anyone who's going to go oh tripod mounts for phones are expensive <laughs> bro go to fucking reject shop they're yeah, like five dollars literally just put it uh, like lately like I'll put up a video of me like working out for example at the mm -hmm. park I look for the there's like this big traffic cone they put 
I'll grab the traffic cone, probably not the smartest thing. Mm. I'll put it where I want it to and I'll let, right, like, lay my phone. That's right. what I'm doing at, at my house when I try and record all the workouts and stuff, bro. I'm using fucking bricks, I'm using tires yeah. and to try and record different angles and stuff. Like, I'm, I'm lucky now that it's been, I started this in 2016, so it's been four and a bit years now. Mm. Um, back when I first started, the first two years, I was doing the most, like, not sketchy shit, but like, People were like, oh, wait, how'd you get a tripod so early? <laughs> I would literally take all my old textbooks to gigs, yeah. and I'd put my camera on it, and yeah. all I'd do is, before the client walked in, I'd put, like, a cloth over it. Uh, and I'd be like, yeah, my tripod has a cover. But, like, I was, like, I didn't have crazy stuff. Like, I didn't have any plugs. I didn't have anyone I could borrow off. Like, no yeah. one in my immediate or extended family had an interest in content. Yeah. Like, the closest I had is an auntie with a DSLR. And even then, like... It was a complete opposite system what I was using. Yeah, bro. It's just, but that's just, that's the crazy thing. Like that's how you just that's how you start. That's where yeah. that's how everyone starts. And that's I mean, why. Like, and even now, like people look at my stuff and people like assume that because I'm doing this myself. And you know, like I bought myself a car doing with yeah, a fucking that's with fucking a, basically with what I made off a camera. Like I had the biggest yeah. laugh when I got the keys. I was like, well. A three hundred dollar camera paid for this car. That's well, but that's so cool. Yeah, bro. so it's like, but that's the thing. People go, "Fuck, bro!" Like he must be using mad equipment, bro. My tripod's from eBay. It was sixty bucks. Like hey, that's it, man. I'm like, still, I'm still being conscious that if it suits the purpose, use it. Like exactly, you don't need. You don't need the best, like ex- most expensive equipment. Like, yeah, that gets the job done. Fucking like that's why it's one of those things where I obviously think ahead, and there's some things that I do not cheap out on. Like for example, camera lenses. Yeah. I watch like people that. try like go oh man I got this one on like Wish and like bro you're fucking no. with, with certain stuff you pay for what you get yeah. if you think you cop the steal I'm telling you you cop either stolen goods yeah. or <laughs> there's something wrong with it and you don't know but tripods literally a, a Manfrotto tripod a good one mm-hmm. I'd be using for video with like a fluid head and stuff is a couple hundred bucks mm-hmm. at the time I need it for one gig because I don't really do much tripod stuff at mm-hmm. the time I got one on eBay for with express shipping for like fifty bucks. Wow. I bought I bought a tripod, a monopod, um, some cables I needed and stuff for about a hundred and ten bucks. And that was a thing like, it's not about I've got some mad investment fund behind me or like you know my parents give me loans of tens of thousands. Yeah. Like I'm I'm happy to say I've, the, the only loan I've ever gotten was that three hundred dollars for the camera. Literally, and, and again I paid it back. Like yeah. it was one of those things where. Yeah, people really do think, fuck, you know, I need to have 15 grand worth of equipment. Just because you've got all the best equipment doesn't mean you're any good. Like, yeah. I watch guys who walk That's around with, you know, there's a, a couple of videographers I know who have like crazy equipment and they'll still call me and go, how do I use this, bro? <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I, I don't have it for a reason. Yeah. I know that I don't know how to use it and it's like, why get it? Because like, it looks cool and... You know, Casey and I start uses it. Well, if Casey uses it, ask Casey. But you, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So and it's the same. Like you'd probably see it with gym stuff as well. People have these crazy things at home, and like they'll go buy, fucking like these huge, like all-in-one machines, and they just go, I know how to do lap pull downs. Yeah. Like it. really, it, with gym, like I feel like all you really need is a squat rack, a bench, and a barbell with 100%. like with plates. That's. That's like the main things that I feel like everyone needs. Yeah. They don't need all this fancy other equipment and stuff. Yeah, even like um, my ex actually had bought me this, um, there's a company like Fit As Fuck. 
mm. is a thing and those are disabled and she was sussing one for herself and I got it for her so then she just sent me the one that she got for me yeah, yeah. and I looked and I looked at the I was looking at the guide and it's all at home stuff and I did it for like two weeks and I actually yep. lost a lot of weight and all it needed was the resistance tubes so not the bands the ones that have like the clips on either end okay yeah, yeah so yeah, it was one nice. of those and I got it off Amazon for like 30 bucks yeah, yeah, yeah. and like the um the, the sliders yeah like even the disc sliders. all that stuff like bro like I've right now at home all I've got is those tubes mm. and I've got from um they're all in pounds but I've got cables from like 10 pounds to 40 pounds I think mm-hmm. and you can clip up multiples and stuff right. and then I just called um one of the tradies on my dad's site is um he does like steel fixing and stuff yeah and I just go bro can you make me a chin up bar <laughs> so then I just didn't I, I like dyna bolted it to the roof so now I've got yeah. a chin up bar and that's all I've got that's sick bro so it's not about like it's just getting me through and yeah, it's about a it. matter of if you know how to use it mm. and spend rather than going and trying to spend an extra 300 bucks for example trying to buy one weight yep if you've got a couple weights at home and it means let's say you've got two 10 kilo weights mm-hmm. but you're right now lifting 25 at the gym alright just do more reps yeah that's like, it do with what you've got and only when you literally cannot fucking do anything. Use bricks. Yeah, bro. I went over to my mate's house and we were doing fuck. We we're training legs, and he had a he had a bar and had some weights and stuff. But mm. he also had these big ass bricks. So we were doing walking lunges oh, yeah. with the bricks on the fucking yeah. bar, bro. Bro, I know one of the one of my mates, um, a couple of my mates actually. They're all in like um, form work and concreting and stuff. Mm-hmm. So what they did was they went and they they built up <laughs> like buckets basically, and they'd stick. A pole in, oh, and they they get quick set concrete and they do it. And yeah. bro, like these boys actually calculated yeah. the weight and stuff. So yeah. then I went, by, uh, went and saw one of my mates like, yeah, bro, I've got ten kilos, twenty kilo, thirty kilo dumbbells. And I look, I'm like, what is this? He goes, bro, it's quick set. Yeah. It's just concrete. <laughs> but he's worked with it and he re- like he knows, he bro, knows he knows. And, stuff. and it's not even hard. Like you go and the bag you get is ten kilos. Yeah. So if you know, okay, I'm gonna make this. It's ten kilos. Yep. Like, yeah just work with it stuff like that's pretty good I feel like but when they start building the squat racks out of wood and yeah, all that dodgy yeah, shit, shit that's a bit fucking sketchy yeah yeah I've only, seen, on Facebook Marketplace bro, I've seen some sketchy shit yeah yeah <laughs> like the only thing I've um, only thing I'm probably going to build there's like a, a guide and I know how and I know the strength of it so there's really thick industrial PVC you can get yep. I'm just going to build a dips okay thing. Yeah. and it's literally cool. like just you basically build squares yep. out of it and like it's to a point where each thing supports up to about 600 kilos so it's wow. proper it's not like you're using That'd like good, yeah. shitty piping. stuff like that like if you yeah. know it works then fuck why not yeah but it's one of those things where like it's no permanent solution it's nothing yeah. that I'm gonna go oh yeah try it like I just wanna it's gonna cost you 60 bucks through, yeah. yeah like and if it's gonna allow me to get to build up my dips even if it's assisted even if I have to like just put something under me to bear a bit mm-hmm. of my weight it's something I didn't have before. I'm not going to go spend 300 bucks on a exactly. dips and pull-ups bar yeah. when, like, yeah. I'm just trying to get through. Bro, I was, like, going on... I was looking for a squat rack for ages, but they mm. were all, like, around $1,000 yeah. and, like, some bullshit prices. And then I found this guy in Quaker's Hill who... Mm. who he is a metal worker. Yeah. He made my squat rack for me. Yeah, 100%. For 400 bucks. Yeah, see, and like... the quality of it, it's, like, full, thick metal. It's, like, it's very good. Yeah, and that's why a lot of people are looking to get pre-bought stuff or pre-made stuff bro if you can if you know someone or if, if especially like bro you're, su- you're supporting someone who's out of work right now exactly that's and why that's, I did it too like that's why I literally if where I can that's why like the steel fixer that I, I got to do my pull up bar 
He was like to me, nah, bro, I'll let you, I'll do it for nothing. I don't care. I'm just bored. I'm like, no, no, no. I literally had to like throw money at him. And yeah, run. yeah. But bro, it was because like, I thought, you know what? I could go and buy something or I could go and figure something. But for a small price to pay, I've now got like, I'm not a small guy. Mm. Like I'm like between 90 and 100 kilos. Mm. And I'm sitting on that. I got to a point where yeah. the test that I bolted it in and I literally just started swinging on it. Like but. just, and it was scary that not, like not a small budge, not a creak. Not a, <laughs> I was like, fuck, this thing is set. Like, yeah, bro. It, and that's, that's why mad. I was like mad. Like it got to a point where I could probably start doing like, I could, you know when you used to get like the monkey bars and you yeah, put your legs over? Yeah. I could probably do that stuff and it would not budge. That's and I sick, thought, bro. you know what, for a small price to pay to someone who's out of work, yeah, that's I'm sick. getting like really quality stuff. Getting money's worth and stuff. What I was going to ask you as well, bro, mm. when did you discover Gary V? Wait, do you have to go somewhere? Or no, no, no. Okay, um, because like, person. it's the only other person that I really, well, actually no, you're the only other person that I really talk to that follows Gary V and I feel like he has so much positive stuff to give to the world but not many people are into him and I know why because when I first discovered him I was like who the fuck's this guy telling me how to yeah. live my life and I full hated him but then I watched two of his videos and I was like fuck this guy and then I watched another video and I was like you know what this guy's right and I, I just made me realise all this shit like I was mm. working in a job that I hated and I, it made me realize like I needed to like follow something that like I, I enjoy doing. Yeah, I feel like he's just a very positive person that a lot of people can like benefit from. So I started. I've always been a very. It's gonna sound really douchey to say, but when, so I've grown up around people older than me, mm-hmm. in the sense like I haven't got. I've got one relative who's my age. Yep. On my dad's side, everyone I'm like the second youngest. Yep. So, like, when I say, like, the next oldest is, like, 23 or 24. Yep. So, I've always grown up around maturer minds. Yeah. And on my mum's side, like, I'm the second oldest. Or the third oldest, sorry. Mm. So, then, I was always around the adults. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I sort of developed this more mature mindset where, like, I was thinking career and stuff in year 10, 11, 12. Like, I, for example, in year 12, I was only at schoolies for three days because I left on the... Now it's a terrible. Terrible. So I was there, and then I I knew I told the boys, boys, I can't stay the whole time, the whole seven days. I'll come back because on the Saturday I've got a gig. So I left schoolies, which is supposed to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fucking yeah. let. Me. I went. I came back from terrible. That's pretty crazy. To come to work, and then we had drama with our landlord, so I just didn't go back because the boys uh, were gonna get kicked uh, out. Yeah. So um, yeah. So I left schoolies to come to work. I was at schoolies and I'd be there and I remember like one of the boys decided, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to swing past some hotel and just announce to everyone to come past our place. Uh, so we had a house full of people on the first night. I'm sitting there like sending emails and doing uh, pro- and everyone's yeah. like, bro, what are you doing? Like there's a fucking house downstairs. I'm like, bro, I got work to do. Like, <laughs> so for me, like, I was always sharing motivational stuff and I always really loved that sort of like mindset development sort of stuff. Mm. And, um, during like maybe during my early like year 7 through like 10 I had a lot of shit going on in my mental health mm-hmm. at school and um year 10 through to about halfway through year 11 I, I got help like I went and I saw someone and I I worked on myself if you don't mind me asking what like what anxiety or yeah so I 
during primary school or my, mid to late primary school, I started like I had an eating disorder, mm-hmm. which I just didn't, I couldn't control. I didn't know what was going, caused it, whatever. And then I had really bad anxiety, which sort of then just became all just fucking. Yeah, so it became anxiety and depression. You know, I had some pretty like shit points, and like mm. in a in a weird way, no one knew because from I don't know if you remember, whenever you'd see me at school from like eight a.m. to fucking four p.m., I was. Like I, I was having a laugh, I was happy. Like I would put on a smile, and yeah. I'd hang out with the boys, and I'd come out to your area, and I'd fuck around with like yeah. um, with Matt and stuff like that. Like, mm. we, I knew all the boys, and I, I'd I just not put on a front, but I'd be like, you know what? I don't want to get the boys' moods down. I don't want to let it just enjoy it. Then I'd go home, and I'd be in the shittest mood. Like I went yeah. through a lot, and I had a lot going on in my life that you know I sort of kept under wraps. Yeah. It didn't really. It honestly, took me going through it all and then in year 12 I remember telling just my mates around me and they were like bro what the fuck yeah like, it's pretty crazy yeah. yeah and it was something that you know getting that help helped me like getting that help and especially like in year 9 and 10 I really struggled like it was mm. very bad and um during that time I was actually watching a lot of like help stuff like mm. so not self help as in like, I wasn't going to search like how to get better but it would be like it'd come up on my feed just randomly yeah. and it'd be like maybe someone I knew or like Someone in business, I always followed like um, music managers and mm-hmm. CEOs and stuff because I've always been a really business mindset person. Yep. And like I get memories from like six years ago on Facebook where I was sharing something like um, I'd share something and yeah. there'd be some motivation thing about like prove everyone around you wrong. Yeah, yeah. And it, it so I look back and I'm like, fuck, I'm doing what I said I would. Yeah. So it's one of those things where I was finding that stuff back then. I knew I knew of Gary V back when he was probably just coming out of the wine library stuff. Fuck, which is like ages ago yeah yeah so he came up my feed and I was like fuck so I'd, I'd always watch his stuff and I'd watch his YouTube stuff and then um, yeah I just started getting a lot more into it um, over the last few years just because there was a lot of stuff I was relating to so for example like he'd put out stuff with really odd timing like I'd sit there and go fuck man how do I like develop my business and then he'd put up a post about how to grow your business which was Bro, like which was I like um, his what do you call it his um, two cents or something like that his ten yep. cents which is like basically pick nine hashtags pick the first nine posts of each hashtag go and comment on all of them and give valuable stuff you know so mm. if he goes if you're in content uh, so let's say if you're a hairdresser for example pick nine whether it's hashtags or locations so maybe pick your suburb mm. and then go and look at the first nine businesses and hit them up and yeah. if you're like if, you, if you're a website designer and you do it for cheap go and search businesses in your area and DM the first nine of them and say hey I clicked your website I don't think it's too well I'm, I want to do it for you for nothing like yeah. use that to connect and you know I did that and I've never spent a dollar on ads on my business never. so I've never like yeah. I think that only, I've only done it once and it was to and it was only targeted and I knew how to do it but I targeted only people who liked the page and was to let them know that merch was closing mm. on Sunday that was it that, it was like 50 bucks that's really interesting because like I, I tried building my Instagram up here because like I, I want to try and get sponsored by companies that I feel like that are really beneficial that people can benefit from right mm-hmm. so I tried promoting my page by like doing promotions and stuff and I've got, I've got a few followers and stuff but I've been doing this thing now where I'll search up the hashtag mm. so like a diet I'll like every single fucking photo on yeah. the hashtag and I'll comment and that's that, boosted that's literally it that's, so that's boosted my like my um, followers by like yeah, so like triple that's, the amount. That's why, and that's how you build meaningful ones. And that's yeah. why, like, if you're gonna do it, you 
go and leave genuine feedback. Like, go yeah, and bro. comment. And let's say, like, um, I was doing it initially, and I'd look at it, and I sometimes even now I'll, I'll tap like content creation hashtag, yeah. and I'll find some sick stuff, and I'll literally comment and be like, bro, this is fucking unreal. Like, yeah. And I'll actually message me. I'll I'll create relationships, and like, even now, like today, um, one of an, an artist that I discovered via like Spotify, um, what is it like the the tailored for you sort of yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. I was listening to one of his songs and it came I've never seen this guy never heard of him and I was listening to his song while I was at uni and I actually ended up DMing the dude it was a small <laughs> dude yeah. I'm like bro I just wanted to reach out and say your new track is fucking crazy it came up on my Spotify like um, made for you playlist whatever yeah. um, just keep doing it bro and it turns out the guy's from like South Florida mm. right and today I get a notification that his song just got added to the NBA 2K20 soundtrack. So they just did an update and his song's in there. Oh, and I just DM'd him and I'm like, I was like, bro, that's crazy. And like, all because I found this guy and I thought, you know what? I want to send a DM and just let him know or like just give him yeah, some valuable yeah, feedback. Yeah. I've now developed a relationship with an artist over there. And that's how, that, bro. that's how it is. Like, even that Charlie, the Charlie guy that I'm doing work with, that's mm. how I started it. It was literally, I was seeing his stuff and he's someone who's, like Gary V knows him yeah so if you've seen one of the old um, Ask Gary episodes um, Charlie calls in and Gary literally just goes hold up is this Charlie like CEO Charlie he's like yeah <laughs> so Charlie was 2 Chainz's manager Charlie discovered 2 Chainz mm. 2 Chainz and Travis Porter out, coming out of Atlanta made so much money and then um, the, he went through a, a lot of health issues where he gained 400 pounds he developed bra- a brain tumour fuck and that was really it. And then he changed his whole life, reversed his brain tumor, lost all his weight. He's now finished Iron Man comps, like Iron Man comps. Like he's changed his whole life. And he's someone who I reached out to like ages ago. That's mental. And I just said, man, I love what you're doing. Keep doing you. Like don't stop. And mm. since then we've had a good relationship and stuff. And I, I messaged him and said, I want to sponsor this tour. We spoke and he was like, no, you're not sponsoring. You're on the team. And that's how like, it, it does wow. people think that like interacting with people from overseas or random stuff like doesn't equate to something it does, I've done like 15 to 20 international projects on the low that like yeah. I haven't really shared or something like that because they're still either coming into fruition or yeah. um, they, they went out and it was there was an agreement that I couldn't really share yeah. that it was ours but yeah like I've been really lucky that I've worked on a lot of stuff yeah, bro. and the, yeah. the way I think about like a lot of people think like that where they don't go for international things but like the world's a big place yeah. and things are done differently like so, Australia is very different to America 100%. they might benefit from what you're producing and all that kind of stuff so 100% like I get DMs from a lot of artists we work with so right now we have a couple of artists that are back and forth between here and the mm. US and like I get DMs from artists I'm right over there going bro your shit is crazy like, like and we just have a good relationship to a point where Recently, an artist was over here from mm. the US, and I hit him up. I hit me up and goes, "Bro, um, where are you at? Let's go. Like, let's do something." So we went and had lunch. Took him to the studio. Like, it's one of those things where it allows you to like yeah. connect the dots yeah. when the time comes. And if you know, like, for example, I'm probably gonna have to start heading over to the US once these travel bans yep. open up. I've already got five or six different people who are like when are you here so, like so you're going to come here soon when are you here let's put in work yep and that's what you prepare for like that's mad so that's why like man social media is a global thing like 
Yeah. There's no more barrier. There's no more. Um, you yeah. can do it. There's yeah, no like excuses, man. Yeah, literally, <laughs> like man, I, I would have never thought that sending a DM to a dude in the US just to let him know, like, bro, keep yeah. doing you, would mean that I'm now part of this big project. Like, we Facetime all the time to touch base. Yeah. Like, there's no like, yeah, bro, you know what I mean? I know what you mean. It's crazy. Yeah. All right, bro. I might finish it up there. Nah, Gotta go on this beach run. <laughs> thank you for having me. Where bro. can people catch you, bro? Um, so I'm on socials, so at Cinemano Media on Instagram, um, Cinemano Media on Facebook as well. Um, got a TikTok, I only got one video on there, but it's at, <laughs> at Cinemano. Um, you can find my personal stuff, um, at Chris Sass, and, um, yeah, just follow the journey and be along for the ride, I guess. Yeah, bro. Thanks for coming on, uh, bro. Thanks for having appreciate me, bro. It. I appreciate it, man.